Hello and welcome to the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Caroni, and this week I'm joined by investor Randall Haber. Randall is based out of Yorkton and joins us today to talk about the six reasons why you should live there. Hope you enjoy. You're listening to the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast, where we chat with real estate experts from across the province to learn what's happening in the real estate market. Here's your host, Ron Caroni. Good morning, Randall. How's it going today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Ron. How are you? Really good. Randall, thanks so much for, for joining us today on the podcast and uh, really looking forward to, to getting into all things Yorkton. Before we do, I'd really like to hear a little bit about your background and, and kind of your your investing and uh, your, your time in Yorkton. Sure, sure. Well, my background primarily is in corrections. I've been working in adult and youth corrections for almost 30 years. Started in Saskatoon and then I came out to Yorkton and I've been here for about 20, over 20 years working in corrections. It's in, in, a, in a prison deck jail type of, type of environment. Sure. And then you're also an investor, correct, right, Randall? That, that's correct. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say for, uh, I watched as a friend of mine invested in real estate for quite a few years. And then I finally decided, well, why not me? So 2016, we acquired our first property. And uh, which is actually down in the United States. And then 2019, we started buying properties locally. Very cool. And Randall, I, I guess you would be the perfect example of it's never too late to start because um, n- not not to you know give too much information, but you weren't the youngest guy then in 2016. You know, you weren't 20 or 30. Uh, what 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 at that age you were said like you know I, I need to get into this. Yeah, well, I'm definitely a late bloomer. I came to the game kind of late, kind of more in the third period, fourth period, fourth quarter, whatever. But that's never too late to get started. You know, they always say, what's the best time to invest in real estate? Yesterday, but the second best time is today. That's awesome. And, and so I watched a friend of mine do it for many years. And, and like I say, I, I just asked myself one day, well, why not? Why not me? Like I can keep doing the nine to five grind. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad 15 years ago when I never took action. And, you know, then I finally took action and, you know, now we've, you know, we've got a fairly decent, you know, robust 13 doors and looking to expand to multifamily and, you know, transition from one career to another career. That's fantastic. Uh, Randall, are some of those rental properties in Yorkton? Uh, We have, yeah, we have uh, three buildings in Yorkton. We have one in a small town north of Yorkton called Kenora. And we have another one in a small town. Uh, west of Yorkton called Springside. And then we have one down south. Awesome. And we're really looking to get a little bit more information on Yorkton and talk about why it's a great place to live, work, invest, and, and you know, potentially uh, ha- have a family there. So Randall, let, let's get into this. We have uh, six things that we're going to touch on the, the reason that Yorkton is a great place. So uh, let's kick it off with number one. What comes in on the list of number one of why Yorkton is a great place? For, for number one, for me, is population. It's, it's a growing community. It's, it's a small, it's the sixth largest city in Saskatchewan. So it's not a large, not a large city in comparison to Saskatoon and Regina. We're probably, we're kind of like neck and neck with Swift Current. What, what would that population be, Randall? Uh, 2017 census, it was just under 20,000. So now I would speculate we're above 20,000. And, but really, if you consider the number of people who don't live in Yorkton, but, but work in Yorkton and or do business in Yorkton, we'd be pushing 25, 30,000. 
Number two on the list, Randall, what do we have? Number two on the list is uh, job growth. Thanks for that. And that kind of ties perfectly in with population. If you have job that, growth, you're likely going right. to get some some things. What are some of the industries in Yorkton that that allow the the growth of jobs? Well, the the two primary industries that drive the economy in Yorkton is agriculture and manufacturing. And we're not, we're the number one uh, food processing center in East Central Saskatchewan. And there's, there's two very large canola crushing plants, Louis Dreyfus Commodities and Richardson International. And then they're primarily dealing with all the canola. It's sort of canola oil and canola meal. And, and as you know, with, uh, with COVID, there's been a food shortage worldwide, you know, with uh, some of the food supply chain uh, challenges and the demand and the, the, uh, the, the capacity of these two plants has just been thriving. In fact, Richardson's actually doubling their capacity. That's amazing. And that's one of those industries that's not really just going to go away on you either, right? Canola has been around for decades. It's going to be around for decades afterwards. So a very solid, stable industry on that side. So a wonderful job creator that has that stable level for you as well. That's right. And with the the, the doubling of the capacity of Richardson, we're going to see an increase in demand for the laborers to come into the city to, to... take care of the expansion and there are many places to live too. So, so that's going to be an interesting uh, uh, dynamic. Wonderful. Number three, Randall, what do we have? Number three, we have affordability. So not many people probably know that, uh, you know, if, if they're not familiar with Yorkton, the price to acquire properties in Yorkton is going to be less than what you would find in Saskatoon or Regina, Prince Albert, Moose Jaw, simply because it's a smaller community. So with that said, if someone wanted to move into, you know, set their roots in York, then they could find fairly, fairly comfortable and decent three bedroom, two bath or four bedroom, two bath properties for less than they would, what they would pay in the other areas of the province. Could you give us a, an idea dollar wise, Randall, uh, a kind of a range of what you would pay for a, for a single family home? Well, it's going to it's going to vary depending upon the neighborhood that people are looking to, to reside in. You know, if you're living in the inner the core of the city, you're going to be paying less. If you're on the, the, the outer neighborhoods, you're going to be paying more. So it kind of depends on where someone is looking to reside. 450,000, 350,000, 200,000. There's properties in Europe that you can acquire for $50,000. So so it all kind of depends upon your interests. And if you are a real estate investor, to, to acquire a property for $50,000, you're going to absolutely crush the 1% rule of the rent to value, which is a real estate metric. Right. Randall, for anyone who doesn't know, can you talk about uh, the, the 1% rule quickly and, and what that means? Sure. Yeah. The 1% rule is, is a way of kind of gauging the value of a property that you're looking to acquire for rental purposes. So if you want to, if, if rent in, say the average rent is $1,000 for a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house or a three-bedroom, one-bathroom house, and you acquire that property for $100,000, then you're getting 1% rent to the value of the property. But if you can acquire that property for less than 100000 but still get that $100 rent, or that $1,000 rent, you're going to exceed the 1% rule. So using the example of a we acquired a property actually for fifty thousand in late twenty nineteen, and we we're renting at nine fifty. So we were almost getting two times the rent to value metric that we use as one of our metrics when we're gauging whether it's a property worth pursuing or not. Very cool. 
And as Yorkton continues to grow, you'll probably uh, implement the 1% the rule more and more. And I think the next point on number four ties directly into that. That's, that's right, is the in-migration. There's a significant, there's, there's actually currently a, a, what I would consider to be a shortage of quality housing in Yorkton. And that's, that's primarily because despite the fact of COVID, you know, causing disruptions all over the place, there's still people looking for places to rent in Yorkton. But there's a challenge in finding affordable rents or even sufficient rents to meet the demand. So consequently, you know, you can get premium rents most times. And with, with an increase in migration, people coming to Yorkton for jobs or for school or for a combination of both, they need a place to stay. Sure. And so with that, there's going to be an increase of more people coming in, but not but not the the inventory to meet the demand for rents. So as a real estate investor, it's a classic opportunity to, uh, you know, get the property, buy it, renovate it, put new tenants into it, refinance it if you want to get some of the cash back and get, get good quality cash flow. So we've touched on affordability, the, the market, uh, the job growth. And, you know, if people are living in Yorkton coming in at number five, what do we have for them to enjoy? Parks and green space. I love it. There's, there's a lot of parks in the city. There's some, some areas, some green spaces that there's contracts in place that they will never, ever develop. So it'll always stay as a green space with, with good walking tracks and running trails throughout the city. Now the city really prides itself on you know, making that available for the residents and the citizens to have the biking trails and running trails. I love to run. I love to exercise. So I love the outdoor space, but there's Frisbee golf. There's golf courses nearby. There's outdoor splash parks, lots of amenities for, you know, the people coming into town that they may not know if they, if they don't, you know, do the research or find the discoveries of these things. And, and there's a great nature preserve as well, just within the city limits. So if somebody wants to go for a walk and see all the purple martin tree houses in the one area, or houses in the one area of the city, like it's it's beautiful. That's that's wonderful, Randall. And I think it's probably one of Saskatchewan's hidden gems is the amount of great golf courses that we have. That the only people who know about it are people who live in Saskatchewan. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Randall, coming in at number six, what do we have? Well, community spirit. And I, I mean, community spirit is, is in all in all communities, but when you're in a smaller community, it just seems that the same group of people are always going to the same, or you can find them all over the place. So, you know, there's uh, the Rhythm and Ribs Festival prior to COVID was a very popular event. And, you know, there, and there's car shows, there's antique car shows, there's a racetrack, chariot races. And people would uh, people would show up, pay their fees, and you would just find these same. It always seemed the same group of people would be out at the various events. So guarantee, if I go to one of those events, I'm going to run into at least one person, if not multiple people that I know, and I'll see them at the next event and the next event. A lot of support for community initiatives and fundraisers. And that's the great thing about living in a smaller city. And that you do get to know the people who are going to different events and your neighbors. And, and I think that does help to kind of create that close knit community where, you know, anywhere you go in Saskatchewan, you know, whether it be a, a Melfort or a Humboldt, if you spend any amount of time there, you find you get to know just about everybody. And, and that does create tight bonds within those communities. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Randall, we, we've capped off the, the six here. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? Well, it's a great place to raise a family. It's, it's a safe community. It's easy to get around. The schools are awesome. The high schools are strong. That you know the the community, like I say, the community spirit. No shortage of uh, formal and informal activities for children to engage in. Wonderful. And yeah, buses are solid. So like, it's just a great overall, great place to raise a family. I, I really appreciate you breaking this down for you, Randall. And even though I'm from Saskatchewan, Yorkton is not necessarily a place that I've ever spent a lot of time in. So it's really good to, to hear all of these things and uh, and kind of learn a little bit more of that. So I really appreciate your your uh, your perspective on this. Uh, a question I ask everyone who comes on the podcast, Randall, if, if you could go back in time to a younger version of yourself, uh, what advice would you give yourself and why? Number one, buy real estate. <laughs> Don't wait until you're 46 years old to buy your first rental property. Buy real estate, get started while you're young, grow your network, and just go ahead and crush it after that. So I, I'm a young guy here. I'm sitting here. I say, you know, Randall, why would I ever consider buying a rental property? That sounds like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. You just got to put your mind to it. And, and you know, there's, there's a saying, you know, you, a lot of people want to focus on how do they make something happen. But really what they need to ask is why do they want it? Because once you know why you want it, you'll figure out how to make it happen. One way or another, you'll meet somebody You'll discover the, the secret, which isn't really a secret. You know, you'll discover the secret of uh, real estate investing, which it's just really no secret. This is just not rocket science. It's once you kind of put one foot ahead of the next foot and the next foot, it'll all come together. And Wonderful. you meet people along the way that are like-minded. And that's when things accelerate. Randall, your investing company is Raylix Enterprises. If folks wanted to get in contact with you, if they had any questions for you about Yorkton and wanting to learn a little bit more about the city, how could they get in contact with you? Well, uh, the easiest thing would be to contact me directly on Facebook. And whether they want to send me a direct message, you can also reach me at email, which is info, I-N-F-O, at Ralex Enterprises, R-A-L-E-X Enterprises info at relicsenterprises.com. So email, or you can just reach out to me directly on Facebook. Wonderful. I'd love to have a chat with anybody about real estate investing, whether it's in Yorkton or just anywhere else. It's a very, very strong passion of mine. That's fantastic. Randall, thank you so much for, for coming on this morning and breaking down Yorkton for us. I really appreciate your insights and best of luck with, uh, with your investing career as you uh, kind of continue on. Yes, thank you very much, Ron. Thanks for the time to speak to you. Thanks again to Randall for coming on the program today. Really appreciate his information on the beautiful city that is Yorkton. If you enjoyed this episode, hit the like and subscribe button. Until next week, I'm Ron Caroni, your Saskatchewan mortgage professional. This has been the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. If you like this episode, find more information and episodes on our Facebook and YouTube pages. If you'd like to be a guest or have a conversation you'd like to learn more about, let us know by messaging the show on Facebook. Thanks for listening.